The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Podcasters, your D&D campaign on the network at BICBP-radio.com. This is a great time. I'm your Dungeon Master, Anthony. Thank you so much. Welcome back for joining us. If you haven't yet, please head on over. Check out our favorite sponsor over at Oogie Games in Niagara Falls at 2406 Military Road 14304. Uh, Make sure you head them up. Buy, sell, trade, new and used games. Baldur's Gate 3 finally just dropped on PC. I am jealous. Um, I don't know if I'm going to pull the trigger yet on the PC Master Race. I don't know if I could do that because when I hear once you go PC, you can't go back. I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for that uh, in my life. But let's get into this. Uh, welcome in, welcome in. We have a full house today we have some returning faces and uh we have our players from last week we're picking up and where we last left off the uh players are making their way through Farron Moulton's micro mansion as I have kind of been dubbing it a a very interesting interesting stay you guys had um did some rummaging around and some rooms, discovered some interesting trinkets and coins. Some people found some armor, uh, found some packages left over for possibly past loved ones. Who knows what's going on? And when we left off, uh, Howard and Remus had went to go meet up and discuss something. I'm drawing a blank on what you two were discussing. While Fink and Azoth... We're walking into the master library, if I, rec- if I recall correctly. So let's hop right back into it, guys. I believe I was with Fink at the end, unless I'm wrong. So yeah, me, me and Azoth I, were together. You and Azoth yeah. were together. Okay. Yeah. My bad then. So, oh, uh, yeah. All my roles today are sponsored by Chex Mix. Yeah, that's the one, right? Right, that's what you've been saying for the past few weeks? Is Chex Mix? Chex Mix. No, not Chex Mix. It's been. Chessix uh, dice are not sponsored, but all my Dungeon Master rolls will be made from them. Uh, these are the heavy set orange dice. We do not have a sponsorship from Chessix, but we want one. Yes. Uh, if anyone like has the, any uh, connections, the bread chips. Yeah. Those are the dark brown ones, right? Yeah. I like, like the, the, ra- the rye chips. Yeah. yeah. The breads. Forget the pretzels. No breads. No pretzels. Uh, Speak real quick. Well, I guess while we have said it, uh, Danny, please, if you don't mind, stand up a little bit so everyone everyone can see this wicked, awesome podcasters shirt. You can pick this up at our Teespring. The link is below. Get that uh, Warlock Eldritch Blast. Uh, wicked design done by the one and only Ratfink himself uh, over there. You know you want one. Pick it up. No. Okay. Preferably That's- off the store, not off my back. Jealous. <laughs> Just- if you yeah. see Danny and you see him wearing his, rip it off of him. What? <laughs> <laughs> My Eldritch blast you. <laughs> uh, I mean, you're a warlock. What else are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, so, when we last left off, as my players uh, play, uh, 
corrected me. We had Fink and Remus entering the master library where Azoth and Howard were where were you hanging? I don't remember where you both left off. Were you guys in the um we were still in Druidic the, uh, the Druidic room? Yeah, yeah we, we were leaving were, there, I, I believe. We were leaving to head up. Yeah, there was like two more spots we need to explore. Like two halls down on the first floor or something like that. You guys were going and then yes. we were gonna meet up with Remus yep. and Finks. There you go. Uh yeah, so you guys are uh, Remus and Finks. So essentially the way this layout is is that if you were to walk into this house like the first time. You walked in, there's that stairs to the front, to the right of you to head up. Um, to the Right to the left of the stairs, there is a hallway that goes straight down about 10, 15 feet. And then there's a parallel hallway to the left of that, 10 feet over, and then goes straight also. I don't remember which one you were walking down. If you want, you could retcon it and say, what, say it now. I had a feeling we went to the right. Maybe the right? That would make sense, because that would lead you right to the Master Library. There we go. There you go. So as you guys walk in, there is this... Uh, you walk up and... Let me pull up the map for my safe, for my sanity. Um, let see. Where was it? Uh, oh. There it was the design on my end okay so as you walk in this hall uh down this hall you are you see to the left of you a large towering bookshelf to your left that is 15 20 feet tall that reaches up uh just to where the overlooking from the second story was overseen and you can see bookshelves are torn and ripped off. I mean, some are still stacked in there, but there's so many that just through the ages, people that wandered in here, ransacking, ripping books off. Stuff is being left to scatter. See a long bookshelf to your left that goes down uh, 40 feet to your right. There is a small uh, sh- uh, stack of bookshelves, likewise, 15 feet tall, that goes only 10 feet in, and then there seems like to be a, uh, a passage to cut right. And then on the other side of that passage is a continuation of what the bookshelves would be that hit the wall. And you could see there's a little like nook to the right uh, there. And uh, there looks to be a hallway that cuts around to the left, around uh, the edge of the bookshelves to your left as you walk in. So, what do you do? Mm, well, I'm just going to walk in. It's just a room. Uh, nothing crazy here. I'm going to walk in. I'm just going to kind of look around the corners and see if anything interesting is around those uh, that first nook you were talking about. Over to the right? He's going to the right, yeah. All right. As you peek around, you can see that this is like a little private uh, reading study. Uh, the bookshelves. So, as you cut right, the bookshelf case to your left kind of wraps around to the right and uh, along the back wall and then cuts right again. And there seems to be a tattered uh, moth eaten, big comfy looking like, uh, you know, like the old was a uh, big comfy couch, like that big, like moth eaten. It's like, you're going to sink into it leather chair. And 
in one corner of this reading nook area room, a little private study, it is a broken ceramic pots and pan, uh, pots and vases and looks like to be a bus that was smashed on the ground with cobwebs and dust and scattered all over it. Can I can I make out like a any like a face on the bus? Is it like totally shattered beyond recognition? It's not totally shattered beyond recognition. It looks like a face of a man. At uh, quick inspection, if you want to try and look at it longer, you could try and think about it. I don't know. It's up to you. Okay. No, that's fine. Okay. All right. Is there any? You said this is like kind of like a private little reading nook. Is there any any? Um, I guess, like, what, what was being read here last? Is there any books that were still out? Any, you know, documents being worked on? Anything like that? Make a perception check. Okay. I roll 15 plus 3. So, 18. 18? Um, let's see. Um, let's see. Where are you? It is 15 plus 3. Uh, recent... There's been no recent notes or anything that was kind of being marked down. Um, it, you do see a book that is laying on the chair, and it is. Let's see where is my thing? Um, it says uh, "Fabala and the Creation" on this big, uh, d- uh, big dusty leather tomb. This brown binding. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on the couch. I'll start flipping through it. Okay. I don't know what I'm looking for. Okay, cool. Um, as you uh as you start flipping through, what languages do you know? Again, uh, common and goblin. Common and goblin. The best two uh, languages. Unfortunately, with this one, you don't really see anything on this. You're it's uh, you can't you can't read it. It's a language you don't recognize. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll uh, throw it in my bag then and see if okay. someone else can read it. Actually, I'll show Remus. He'd be in the room. Okay. I'm just going to kind of walk out with, like, the book, holding it from the side, let it flip open. Can you read this? Uh, I'll, I'll check. Um, so did you say in, like, the main library section there was just, like, some scattered stuff? Yeah. I would be just, while he's while Fink comes up to me, I'd just be kind of seeing what books are scattered on the ground. Okay. Um, books that are scattered on the ground, you see... Uh... Manuscript for entry-level mage apprenticeship. Hmm. Uh, you see um, Archery 101, um, Throwing Daggers, The Keen Mine. Uh, you see a, uh, a children's book with crayon marks or something. It's like someone like a little kid is coloring in the book and the parents are like, what, what the hell? Oh, well, type of a thing. Okay, I will take the dagger book and the children's book. Cool. Um, and then I will attempt, while I'm collecting these, I'll attempt to read whatever Fink's book has. I can read. What can I read? I can read, though. Uh, Infernal, Common. So unless Infernal can read it. It's, uh, it's, you don't read it. You can't, you, can't, you can't tell what it says. I shrug and... Uh, uh, Howard can probably read it when we find him again. He uh, he's really good at reading most languages. Okay. Yeah, these letters are shaped kind of funny. 
I'm gonna kind of flip it back the other way. They, I'll say the, the leather. The letters look a uh, very delicate and very elegantly written. Very cursive strokes. Um, a lot of swirls. A lot of you know, a Frenchy looking type of script. I guess. Okay. Yeah. All right. Into the bag. Okay. In the bag. Uh, we'll say by this time. Howard and Azov, you guys have come down the hall, and I don't know which... If you come out of the kitchen dining space, there is the hall to your left first, and then there's the second one. Which hall or would you guys have went down? What do you think about this left one here, Azov? Yeah, we can check it out. It hasn't been looked at yet. But yeah, let's go down this one. All right. Uh, as you walk, cut left out of the dining wa- dining room, go down about 10 feet... And as you break into a room, it is a, there is a hearth off to the left of you. You see a fireplace that is crackling and you hear it, the, you hear the crackling noise coming from it. Um, you hear the, see, do I have a fireplace? I have a fireplace. I know I do. Um, there you go. That. Uh, you see two big couches, uh, Kitty cornered, both looking right, uh, kind of like diagonal. The fireplace angled in the middle of it with this big carpet on the ground, tattered and worn, ripped it, ripped a little bit. Uh, to your left, to your right, you see a towering bookshelf case, uh, 15, 20 feet tall, goes down about 40 feet, and you see it wraps around to the right. First thing Howard's going to do is poke the furniture with his quarter staff. Okay. Uh, poke the furniture with your quarter staff. So, <laughs> make a uh, Constitution save as a big boom of dust puffs out of out of the couch that you poke first. Okay, constitution save. Go for it. <clears throat> That is 18. Cool. Um, you go, <coughs> as a big pile of dust just puffs, like, just, just like, kind of like when you open up a vacuum accidentally <laughs> and it poof in your face. That's basically what happens to you. It's just dust, man. It's just some old reeking ass dust. And uh, no need to make a real safe, but I wanted to see how well you could do. Awesome. <laughs> Couches are couches are just couches though. Um, well, these are clear. Azoth um, will start scanning the books. Is there anything that stands out? Uh, what are you looking to scan? What are you looking for specifically? Something. Um, anything that is uh, visually might stand out more than the rest. Something that like maybe out of place, or you know, if it's all. Make an investigation check. All right. Waiting. Here we go. 19. 19. Wait. uh, 22. Sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, With that. 22? Okay, I'll give Uh, you. Yeah, that's good. What is it? 22. 22? Okay. You see a book. That looks 
all the books look worn up and beat up and old and kind of like darkened, like brown leather and just aged. There's one book, though, that looks dark and has almost like this black leather, uh, almost like a, a suede-ish, almost like a felt, almost like a, a smooth, almost like a softness look to it. Like it looks new and shiny, but you can see webbing just draping over it just, just enough, like a, little, like a little bit of spider webbing is just kind of offset. And it looks like it's kind of off almost like it's it, it wants to be pulled off the shelf. Like it's just slightly out pulled out more than the other books it just sticks out to you. And you could see on the uh, spine of the book. What languages do you know? Uh, common druidic elvish gnomish and goblin in elven you see it reads the lover's demise okay uh, I reach for the book all right you pull it out uh, as you pull it out it slides out and you see the pages are kind of um, what is it like the pages where Like the page is like the side, like the like what you see, it's almost like a blackened dark. Like it was like a, almost like black. The pages, but if you open it, they're white, but they're like kind of like stylized black. Okay. All right. Um, you start like flipping through it, stay out, or you just yeah, yeah. I'm just um, I'm starting to investigate the book. All right, flipping through. Uh, upon flipping through, you notice uh, this is a re- this is a telling of. Uh, just, just for like quick, just kind of skimming through being an elf, you have uh, knowledge of Lulf and the Drow, the, the Dark Elves, and this is a beginning of a story of Lulf and a lover that she had taken on, and uh, tells about uh, one of the one of the great sins of the Drow that came from Lulf and her Drow. Okay. Um, I'll tuck the book away. Okay. While he was doing all that, I would have like kind of skimmed through the bookshelves as well too, but like kind of gone beyond the corner and see like how far it, it goes. Yeah. Uh, it goes down 40 feet. And as you wrap around, you see it is a, another 40 feet that stretches open and uh, you can now see what, uh, Remus and Finks were looking at where there's like a little private book nook area, study area. All right. Um, anything in the bookshelves regarding to either like my patron, the cults, the siphons, anything like that? Anything Make that a investigation check. All right. Investigation. Uh, eight. Eight. Um, fortunately with an eight, you don't really find anything, nothing that sticks out, uh, specifically to, uh, you about patron, nothing about a cult for sure. Nothing about a cult, nothing about your patron. There's um, a lot of books, but well, this place is a bust. Oh, I say we hightail this place out of here. All right. Any, uh, any, uh, you curious at all about the firing? Who lit it, or are we just going to go with 
it's it's part of the house. It's part of the charm. Yeah, I think so. I already checked it. It's it's uh nothing that's alive. So all right, let's uh see if we can catch up with everybody. Yep. All right. Um, you you see as you walk, look peeked around the corner. You can now probably see Fink and Remus in the little stu- in the little study area. If if you don't see them, you should hear them by now. You can hear them talking and looking at books. All right. Um, I think so. I found this pretty cool book. Cool. Um, I'll show it to him. I'll let me read it and grab it immediately. Can I read this book? Um, you do not. You cannot read this. This looks very familiar. It looks like the same language as the other book. All right. I'm going to swap them out. Like, here, trade. I'm not going to pretend like I can read this one. <laughs> um, all right. I uh, investigate the book he gave me and see what that is. All right. The book he gave you is... Uh, it says uh, in common on the on the spine and on the cover, Kevala uh, and the Creation. And as you just start to skim through and flipping through this, uh, it starts to tell the retelling of you know gods came down, they created the world, they created the magical beings. Gods started having a rift, they left, uh, and then just kind of like the absence of power creates chaos and chaoticness um, and as you kind of kind of get to the end of the book this kind of sticks out and it point and it um, brings motion to the deep cut uh, brings motion that you know the deep cut is dangerous and a result of the gods well, um, I, I let everybody know what it is basically because I'm assuming they don't know and just tell them that okay and put the book away. Yeah, no problem. Has anyone ever been to or around the Deep Cut? Nah, not from here. What? I have. Uh, okay. I let him know that uh, my temple is uh, in the Undercut Wood, which borders uh, the Deep Cut, and part of the thing that keeps it in check is the uh, that balance between my missing objects from my tribe and the, uh, the other one. Yep. Um, yeah. The deep cut is outside. I taught, I, you guys all kind of have an understanding of what that is, right? The deep cut. I given a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Tony, you know, for sure. And Azoth, you know, so that's the big uh-huh. things. And Azoth do know for the most part, but Okay. Well, I think we've uh, investigated this uh, mansion quite a bit. Um, I think we should probably go back and question Ty, figure out what we can find out about that cult. Before we leave, I want to look for um, presents because there are presents in the, that other room. Uh, yeah, make... What specifically are you looking for? Is like, what specifically then? Uh, literally the exact same thing we found. You said it was wrapped up in a... Oh, like, well, probably like zip. Yeah. It's still uh, present. Okay. Uh, make a separate investigation check. I'll say this is a different individual. Oh, natural 20. I'm going to find all the presents. But minus one for being not smart. Um, let's see. <laughs> do you find anything in this one? Let me see. All right. I'll say with the natural 20, you find in this... A book that was wrapped up. You see, uh, it's obvious it's a book wrapped up, twine in it. Uh, 
and on it is a little tag that says uh, for your for your collection love hopefully we'll find it one day oh, good thing I found it so I'll open it I'll open it up and it is a still a brand new condition because it was wrapped up a green rich green leather bound book that has uh, two trees that bend over into an arch and then start to wrap it wrap around uh, wrap wrap into one another could create almost like a uh, archway and it says uh, the city and the forest all right well i'll i'll kind of casually be reading through that as we explore yeah. uh as you flip through it just casually um just like a quick look around you get the gist that this is a book that depict, that tells a story that depicts a couple lost in the woods uh south of Brinespell. and just when they all just when they thought all hope was gone they were saved by the true City of the Forest. Okay. Almost like a fictional tale. Is that like uh, something I would know about? Some sort of like story I've heard? City of the Forest? Mm, Syria and a map. Let me compare it to. Because uh, we pretty much said that your tribe, you were more pretty much directly west, right? Um, Stout, Stout Forest, I think it was called. Yeah, let me see. Where is Stoutful Forest on the east side of the map. Yeah. Uh, make a history check. All right. Let me see. At minus one, I roll a three. And minus one is two. I mean, there's, a ta- there's tales, like, like, like children tales, that if you're ever lost uh, in the forest... In a forest that uh, there's chances that you may fall into a magic elven city. Okay. But it's all for me then. It's like, it, but it's more or less like Hansel and Gretel, like kind of like a get home. You don't want to get lost because you probably won't find this. It's like mm-hmm. one of those like children tale type things. But yeah. So, okay. What do you guys do? Um, Howard's going to walk outside and actually, hold on, I take that back. Howard's going to make his way back towards the little druid room real quick, grab as many of those coins that I can fit into my bag. Okay. Uh, reasonably. And then head outside. All right. Uh, I don't have track of how much is in your pack and everything. How full do you, how full are you thinking um, your I mean, pouches are? About halfway full right now. Halfway um, full? I mean, if you want to fill up as many as you are, you can grab like 500 copper pieces, but it's it's copper. Eh, I'll probably do like 100. Don't forget the one silver. And the one silver. Yeah. Um, so yeah, add uh, 100 copper. Okay. There you go. You have 100 copper. Uh, Azoth, are you guys all in the little nook together area now while uh, Howard walked away? Or where does everyone want to be and stay or do? Um, I think we can make our way outside, I suppose, and kind of just try and regroup and see what's next. Yeah. 
Yeah, Perfect. I'm just kind of following wherever they're going. I'm not really paying attention to reading that book. Okay. Are you messing with that? All right. Well, carefully stepping over the uh, the nonsense that's out front, make our way back outside onto uh, solid ground. Um, remember, we'll make a dexterity check for me, just as you guys are walking out after uh, out on this porch. Okay, be careful. Uh, fifteen. You're good. Seventeen. Good. Seven. Start to fall. You, st- you, you. I mean, with the book in your face, you go to start walking, and as everyone's, uh, well, as Howard and Azoth so far have stepped over the hole that the black pudding ish was in, you go to step and you go to fall right into it, and I you drop it. ten feet and you go up. Ah! I got a sixteen. <laughs> Okay. Um, so can I walk? I'm assuming I'm last now. Could yeah. I just walk past the hole and like stop to lower my tail for things to grab? <laughs> uh, yeah. Are you? Grabbing the, the two tug. <laughs> and then I'll just like I'll, I'll continue to walk forward as I'm assuming he's like scaling the wall. Uh, it's not like a wall. It's more like like a stairs. It's well, no, so like it's a hole. It's so like he fell in the hole, so you'd be pulling him up. I just pull him up. Then. Yeah. yeah. All right, you pull him up enough. Uh, yeah, you guys are good. You walk down the stairs uh, to this porch, and you've got to walk out the next morning in the uh, more of a right in that middle district of. It's not the poor. It's not the middle class. It's kind of that teetering in the middle there, and. You see, like I said, the broken down cathedral. See a couple. Looks almost like a, almost like that. Uh, a long time, run down motel ish, or like an inn. You see buildings and shops. Uh, you see a friar come out of the chapel that uh, was pretty beaten up. So he kind of comes out and just rings a bell for the day. Just kind of very normal. He's in a he's in a brown robe and like standard friar attire. Um, I can't tell he uh, looks human or half elf. I don't know, depending on what you see. A uh, bigger, pudgier looking purse fellow. Uh, see, see citizens start to walk out. Someone walking by with an apple, eating, walking down the street. What are you guys going to do? Um, can I read that Dagger's book at all? Since it seems most of the other books I couldn't read. Yeah. Uh, you pick it up. It is a uh, entry level to throw in daggers, kind of like a rogue level one type of a book. Mm. Just kind of like an expertise, like all right, this is how you're gonna throw daggers, you know, something like that. Cool. Um, I'd like to look at the children's book more too as we walk. All right. Uh, as you start looking through the children's books, it's a uh, there's a couple pages on different dragons and different monsters to like be wary of. It's like a like don't go out adventuring; it's dangerous. You can find dragons, and you can like you know you may run into a, a band of orcs. You may uh, come across a tas uh, tera- um, uh, ta- uh, tasseric, not a tasseric, a tarask. Yes, tarask. Uh, 
you know, just kind of like a children's book. And then there's pictures and stuff like for the, like to color in and there's, they're scribbled outside the lines and that. All right. Yeah. Um, book. all right. I, I want to cast, um, now that we're outside again, uh, going to cast locate object to see if, uh, I'm getting any hits on that crown still why we came over to the west part of the or the east part of the town so cast it not oh here let me actually make a roll for it let me see let's see what it would be that's it uh nope nothing nothing yet all right you were you were in the right direction. It's just due to rolls. You guys looking for anything else specific out while you're in this little like circle uh, square? How we're just gonna go to the nearest person that's just walking by doing their own thing? Uh, right. Excuse me, sir, ma'am. So so as you're looking around, make a perception check. Oh, okay. Uh, perception. That is 21. 21, perfect. Uh, as you're looking around for someone to ask questions about, the corner of your eye, about 100 feet down from the direction you guys had come from the night before, you see a half-orc come walking down with a axe over his back with his uh, leather armor and probably a sash of sorts or something to represent the insignia of the Platinum Dragon, uh, wherever he would choose to place it. And you see him talking to a halfling gentleman that is discussing. They're jointly discussing and talking within commerce. And as they get closer, you recognize the halfling as well he's, spoken, he's speaking with, being Jarrell. So at this moment, boom, boom, you're speaking to Drell. So I, I'm so sorry about this mix up with your friends. Um, if we can find them, I've, I've heard that I was speaking to my contacts in the city. They said that they are, they should be okay. That they, they didn't come to harm. Do you know where they could have, where they would go? Boom Boom knows nothing about this crazy world, but you will help me find brothers or Boom Boom would have to toss you down well. You won't have to toss me down well. I'll help you find them. We'll, we'll get to the bottom of this. Again, walking. Okay. How have you been? He starts talking to you as you guys come walking down. And at some moment, you're going to look up and you'll see a yellow cloaked Howard staring at you. Yell from the distance. Don't trust that halfling. Oh, I look over and I go, oh, there's brother right there. And I grab the halfling by like the scruff of the neck. And I, put, I pick him up. I go, this one. Yes. <laughs> That one. Boom, boom. Boom, put me down. Put me down. I put him on my shoulders. I'm immediately going to make my way towards Boom, boom. And I start walking towards him, carrying the half one. Um, Are you carrying him aggressively or just like Jovi? Like, 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 uh, I put him on my shoulders. Like, he's not going to jump down. But like, but you're not being aggressive? No, 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 not really. Okay. Um, Let me see. Like like a dad would with his kid. Yeah. What does he say? What does he mean? Not to trust a halfling. 
We will find what, what do you have? What does he have? What does he have against halflings? What have I ever done? We will find out in a moment. Let's go. So come. Okay. All right. So at this point, boom, boom comes walking up to you, Howard, and Howard, what's the meaning of this? Where you may not trust us. Where is Purple Man? Where is Small Man who grow big and man with an accent that sounds like it is from Australia, but is not? <laughs> um, Purple Man is behind me. Uh, little man disappeared. I don't know where. And Rune walked off. I haven't seen him since uh, we left town. There is a lot of change for Boom Boom. He, there he is, is not too much change. First of all, I'm so glad you're back, Boom Boom, because this Howard. little dude you're carrying on your... Uh, uh, we are talking. This little dude that you're carrying on your shoulders uh, betrayed us. He set he us gets up. off to hop up and backs off. Who? What is, what is this about a betrayal? There's a, mix, uh, there's a exactly. misunderstanding. No, there is no misunderstanding. This Please. man set us up, tried to sell us uh, to get executed, all for the sake of a cover-up. Please, please. Well, this is shocking news. I, I, I walk over. Do I see the hole? The hole? Um, what do you mean hole? Over by the house. It was, oh. Uh, oh, the, yeah, the... Oh, there, oh, the map. Um, let me see real quick. Hold on. Uh, other map. This would be... Let me see. <laughs> if not, bring him, bring him with me this way. We'll get some answers out of him, and I'll lead him to the hole. Uh, well... <laughs> Here's the thing is that he's not going to let you just take him over to this. Um, I reach up and I kind of grab him by the back of the neck and I pick him up and I just hold him like this. And I'm like, boom, boom, we'll carry. He, he will not go anywhere. So uh, with that, he is uh, trying to get off of you. Uh, he's going to make a dexterity check to hop off of you. Um, make a contested dex check if you want to try and grab him so he doesn't. Oh, right. 13? 13. Uh, not good enough. All right. As he hops off of you and he scurries out of the way, he goes, hold on, please. Must have been a misunderstanding. I, I came out and my guards told me they had taken you off. I started my journey here just as soon as I had heard. I got into the town and I heard that you had been a let go. I talked to Glenn. I've been staying with uh, Luna. She, she had spoken to him. Said you were fine. Really? So why is it when I gave you that pendant, all of a sudden we're being arrested and carted off to this forsaken town who doesn't even have a proper Oogie Games, first of all, and setting us up for execution? Please, you must understand. Um, Perio guards, not the brightest, uh, to taking command, taking orders. I told them, please be cautious and worry of anyone wearing that. Uh, I'm assuming you did come into town wearing that before I took it off of your hands. Yes, that was after the fact, though, that this all went down and we were arrested. I, I'm greatly sorry. Um, mm. My sincerest apologies. I didn't intend for that to happen. Can I make an insight check on him? Yes, you can. It's a 19. He's, he's really nervous having boom, boom, and you, and now kind of noticing a bit of a party behind you kind of come at him, which is on the defense, like, please, I was just coming into town. I, I come in, uh, I try to come here once a month. I have business to deal with the high council. I have a bit of a side hustle. 
over here and he points at the chapel that is run down. He goes, I have a bit of a brewery. I was on my way to come and check in with it. I saw boom, boom. I told him I'd try and help find you guys and make sure that this mess was settled. Well, your side hustle is now with us. You will follow us. I don't need to follow you. Um, I will be going to where I, where I planned to originally. If you wish to, you could follow me. You should probably follow us. Boom Boom is very big and has gun. <laughs> Forgot. Uh, really? And you see him pull out uh, a wand and his hand goes, well, I have this, so I hope we don't need to use them. Boom Boom is not afraid of magic stick. Boom Boom also no magic. Good for you. It's true. <laughs> Rebus pops up out of a barrel. <laughs> <It's true>. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I'm going to be going to this. I'm going to be going to my cellar, my uh, brewery. If you guys would like to join me, will you give Boom Boom free beer? I'll give you a beer. Boom Boom will follow. Oh, okay, Come, brother, bring you up. Boom Boom cannot keep track about who you hang out with anymore. That's People true. just disappear in lightning and Boom Boom's muttering as he's following the half <laughs> Unless you try to do anything to stop Jarrell moving forward, he is going to keep walking. Uh, Finks, what's your passive perception? Uh, it is 13. 13? You do notice a distinct glare from Jarrell at you. You do notice he makes eye contact with you. Oh, so he remembers me. Or, or see, he sees you and's like, okay. Did part, part of his nerves? He's getting it back then. Did Jarrell pull the wand out and like was menacing with it, like, like, well, kind of like uh, someone pulling the pistol, like I have this on me. If you if you want to start something, hmm. type of thing. Like he wasn't pulling out and pointing it and getting ready to use it. It's more of a. Sure, you have yours. So do I. Okay. So he goes walking off to the temple. His or not the temple, the slow like a rundown cathedral. Howard will reluctantly follow. Okay. I'm like However, directly behind the small guy. Yeah. Okay. I want to like, take a second to walk in. Um, can I search for signs of like anyone else being around? Are we being watched at all? Are we walking into an ambush? Make perception check. Do as you're looking around. I roll a and twelve. And what are you looking? What are you looking for? Uh, just like signs of like anyone in the area. Um, I don't know. Has anyone walked through here recently? Anything like that? Okay. Uh, 12? I mean, people are around. It's not, it's not dead out here. It's, it's not super, super busy, but it's slowly livening up. Uh, I see, you see a a commoner come walking by with a cart down past you. You see a a group of, a group of women walking by carrying uh, big, big mugs uh, in their hands, ready to go get them filled up for whatever. You see kids come running by playing. One of them ta- grabs a stick and throws it at you, Howard. Just the yellow, just for whatever reason, throws it. Um, 
I will take out one of my little cinnamon sticks and throw it right back. Make a persuasion check. Let's see if the, let me see if they trust it. See see how how nicely they're going to be like, oh, wait. Persuasion is 15. Yeah, enough. The kids. What's, what's this? Oh, you'll Sweet. have fun. Enjoy. And I'm going to keep walking. They're looking at it. What is this? What do you do with this? They go walking off with it. Who knows? Um, nothing, nothing like someone's watching you, okay. you don't, or you don't get the feeling that someone is. All right, I'll follow inside then. Okay. Uh, are you, you, said, you said we're going to like the cathedral or whatever? Yeah, it almost looks like a run-down, beaten-up church. Uh, anybody of the old faith that I would recognize in there, or practicers of the old faith? Uh, you walk in, you don't recognize anyone specifically. Uh, see, you know, see, what is it? I, um, just make sure. I don't think, I don't think you would know this. I just want to know. Um... No, I don't think I don't think you would know that one because uh, you do the old gods. No, okay. nope, nope. The only person you actually see in this is a is that friar with the brown tunic, the rope around his waist. Uh, Seems go ah oh, ah oh, um, the new batch. It tastes delicious, delicious. Uh, I think we have a good one on us here. Looks looks over the rest of you. Ah ah, welcome welcome. Please. As you guys walk in, there's uh, two lines of pews up and down. A lot of them are broken and cracked. It doesn't look like this temple sees, or this church sees much service. It's a, a drill kind of lets you guys know that this is primarily used as a uh, brewery in the basement. It's all, uh, they have all the kegs and all the uh, brewing vats and equipment from before. And you know, there's uh, newer temples within the city on the in the over near the academic district, kind of tied into where the college is, and this is just old, rundown, beaten up. So, you know, mm-hmm. why waste the space? Kind of like being re-renovated. Howard's gonna walk up to the friar real quick. I'm sorry, what what was your name? Um, friar Flintlock. Flintlock, thank you. Flintlock. Um, sh- could you show me these batches that you've made? Oh, I'm yes. Interested. Yes, yes. Um, it's uh, we have we have dead we have a dead man's brew, dead man's brew. It's delicious. And then uh, we have a it's a, a delicate, um, it's a rich, uh, deep red uh, blood wine that is mixed with the uh, the venom from a green dragon that was slain. That uh, it, it's got this kick to it. Does it do anything special? No, but it's really good. Oh, okay, perfect. Uh, could you bring me to these where your batches are? Ah, I mean, uh, are you? Are we all going down there? And Joel's 
Yes, yes. Um, either way, we're. I was going to offer them a drink, and he leads you down to the uh, to the back of the ch- back of the church. You go through a little like what be what would be a, a f- the friar's quarters, and you see his uh, he has like a dresser on the back on a wall in his little room, and he kind of pushes it off to the side, and there's a. Uh, an open wall that leads into a staircase that goes down deep into the basement cellar area. Perfect. Um, I'm assuming I'm following Jarrell down into the basement. If, if you wish to, the friar leads down, uh, and Jarrell actually is after you. No, oh no, by all means, after you. Okay. He starts walking down, following the friar. Perfect. Mm-hmm. As soon as we get down into the basement and Boom Boom's down there and every, like the rest of the gang is all down there with us, mm-hmm. I'm going to turn to the fire. Um, you may leave now. I, I appreciate your time, but you probably don't want to be here for this. Absurd. Absurd. If, uh, if, we're, if we're going down to enjoy a drink, I'm going to have some too. Oh, we'll have drinks, but you don't want this drink. Trust me. You may leave now. Um, make intimidation check. <laughs> 20 not natural I had a natural one so he goes um, uh, Jarrell looks at me and goes you may go it's, it's fine it comes back up okay. I, I didn't want to go down so let's assume that I stayed in the friar's study Okay. And, and I'll occupy the friar as he comes up we'll talk religion okay uh, um, who do you follow under he starts wants to know all about who you believe he's seeing you look very druidish he wants to know all about uh, the, the gods that you believe and their patrons and how you put blessings to them and do they give you any perks and uh, what's the best uh, what's the best delicacies that you have as offerings for those gods and the best rituals how to best uh, ascertain their presence uh, and their attention more so. He really wants to know how to get the gods' attention. Like, you know, that's what he wants to know from you. Start okay. going over that with stuff with you. Um, do the other four of you all go down? Yes. All right, you four go down, walking down with Jarrell. After the fire leaves, um, I go to close the door. Is there like a lock on there from the inside to basically lock us in? Um... You go walking down the stairs, and uh, there's like a big, like, uh, like a big, like plank lock that very obvious if you're gonna try to, like from the outside though, or like to lock. Uh, no, it'd be from the inside. Okay, perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to lock it. Uh, excuse me, H- Howard. Uh, that's not necessary. Oh no, it is. I see these wonderful batches. They actually look and smell quite delicious. And I'm they, they, assuming are. they are. I'm assuming they are a business venture for you. Yes. Okay. Um, how big are like the casks or whatever they are? They're varying in sizes. I will Eldritch Blast the smallest one. Eldritch Blast the smallest one. Uh, make a tech roll. Okay. Ah, should, should I have that pull up? Sorry. Uh, All right, that is a nine. 
this red liquid spills out and pours over. Looks like this grape juice-like uh, consistency. Uh, casket's about the size, if I was comparing it to a race, of uh, a gnome or a goblin-ish size. Yeah. Empty. What the... Howard, please. Oh. I feel like I've been pretty fair with you. Uh, there's no need to... Oh, just, but there's I mean, if you plenty... Wish, if you wish to have a glass. No, I, I don't want a glass, actually. I want you to come forth and tell us everything you know about this damn cult and why you set us up. I didn't set you up. What can I do to get it through to you? I didn't set you up. I will Eldritch Blast the second one. All right, make an attack roll. All right. Uh, that is a 10. 10? Mm-hmm. What size barrel? Same same size? Yeah, whatever's like the next biggest or same size. So are you like aiming to the one I'm, next to it or like where, I'm where starting from like the small I'm starting from the smallest and I'm working my way up. Okay. So you blast Wait, another please. one equal in size and empty Howard, please. If Oh, I can do this all day. <sighs> I what really do you hope know about you the don't. The siphons, they're a mess is what they are. They're terrorizing the city, stealing artifacts, taking them from people for causing commotion, putting fear. You see, the problem is I don't necessarily believe you. I think you have something to do with them. And we can be here all day until we find out exactly what you have to do with them. I have nothing to do with them. I don't know how I can blast better... Blast the third one. Make, make an attack roll. Blast the third one. Uh, 17. Boosh. Uh, it's another same size. All right. At this point, Boom Boom kind of walks up and goes, I, I do not think Bahamut would like you destroying small man's business. No, uh, no uh, disrespect, Boom Boom. Glad you're back, but this doesn't concern you at this moment. Oh, I believe everything concerned Boom Boom. Allow Boom Boom to talk to small man. By all means. Okay. I kind of crouch down to his level. I go, if you lie to Boom Boom, Boom Boom will eat you. Do you understand, Boom Boom? Make make an intimidation check. All right. Oh. That's a nat 20 plus four, baby. (laughs) Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Um, give me a second on that one. He crapped himself. <laughs> the man crapped himself. He just covered <laughs> <crapped> in pants. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, just give me one second. Um, oh man, where is it? I need. That's the last good roll I'm gonna have. <laughs> <laughs> I only get one. Um. Hold on. This is a. Um. You see, let me find this real quick. Just. Yeah, guys, wasn't expecting this. this. Just this shitting of the pants is brought to you by Oogie Games. <laughs> Check them out. Okay. Twenty four oh six, Niagara Falls. It will repair your pants after you crap them. Yes. Pants, the game. uh, 
So with this, he's terrified. What do you, what do you mean? Uh, I, I, ta- I, ta- I told you everything. I've told you everything. I have nothing to do with them. Uh, 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 Howard, the barrel you saw blasted, mm-hmm. you see a body of a gnome in the barrel. Where all the, the liquid came out, there's a body of him just sitting in of, of, of a of a gnome body sitting in there. Uh, let me see. Has he noticed this yet? He hasn't seen it yet. I, th- I told you they're causing an issue. I, I'm trying to contain it and do what I can. Uh, I heard boom, there was boom. a mix-up with you two. I was coming here to fix it. Boom Boom will reiterate. If you lie to Boom Boom, he is going to cut you up and eat you. Do He's you a very understand? good cook. And Boom Boom was excellent cook. Thank you, brother. <laughs> I've I've told you I've t- I'm telling you it all. Um, Howard's gonna walk over to the body of the gnome. By the way, if you are leaving anything out, Boom Boom will know. He is very psychic. Got it. Uh, let me see real quick. Mm-hmm. Howard, what's your passive? Uh, my passive is 11. Got it. Ooh. Okay. Um, boom, boom. Here, what's your passive? Oh, probably uh, perception. Stinks. I don't know. Uh, oh, no. Nine. Nine? Got it. Cool. Um, you, uh, instantly, Howard, as you begin to walk over to the barrel... Um, I need you to make a make sure I'm gonna need I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a deck save. Yeah, I need you to make a deck save. Alright. Um deck save 14. 14. Nice. Um so oh, see it does. One extra. Okay, cool. So with that, uh, so with 14, you save. Wait, no, 14 you said? 14's a fail. Yeah. Sorry, correct. Okay. 14's a fail, and you take... Oh, wait, shoot, I wasn't adding these up. Crap. So 5, 13, 14, 18, uh, 23, 26, 31. Points of fire damage as with the flick of his wrist, he points the wand at you and you see a as a blast of fire cracks you right in your right into your back and you go flying on the wall as a fireball hits you for 31 points of damage uh that came from Darrell. yeah beautiful i grapple yeah that happened uh he is gonna cast expeditious retreat let me see if if that's a reaction the hell does that mean 
uh, make sure. Is it a bonus action? Um, you're so boom boom. You're gonna you're gonna make a gra- you're gonna make a grab for Jarrell. I'm actually gonna cast Misty Step and get behind him and then grapple him. Okay. So I'm like poof through him and then I just like bear hug him. Uh, make a grapple check with advantage then. All right, that's strength, correct? It's been a while. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. I'll give you. I'll give that as. I'll give that as. You're a big half orc wrapping in. Which, by the way, uh, describe yourself for our two players. I don't think we went through that. Oh. What you look like. So just real quick, the low is 19, the high was 22. Yeah, you you have him. Okay, great. Um, Boom Boom's wearing scale mail with now emblazoned with the symbol of Bahamut. He also has... Uh, actually, I haven't made those yet, but I got a bunch of dragon scales to make cool shit. Um, he's got like a fur cloak on. He looks like every indication looks like he's a barbarian that is cosplaying as a paladin. But somehow he's a warlock. And he's an orc? And he's a half-orc. Half-orc. He's, like, gray and, like, very orcish and not very bright-looking. Like like Lord of the Rings orc-ish? Like the the Urkhal or whatever warriors? Like Like an Urukai, yes. Urukai. Urukai. Okay. I I dig it. Okay. Uh, Real quick, before we continue, um, when he went to cast the, the spell with the wand... Mm-hmm. Was there a, a verbal command word with that? No, it was just instantaneous. Okay. He, just, okay. he moved his hand and it happened. Okay. And I say you guys want to roll for initiative. I mean, isn't he grappled? He's grappled. Okay. But let's go or unless you don't unless you want to break and not go to uh, into command. But um, um, is Howard alive? I'm barely alive. Yes. Okay. I'm hanging on. So I don't know what do, what do you guys want to do. Uh, well, for initiative, I'm at fourteen. I got a ten. Eleven. Ooh, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> Let me see. Roll initiative. Think. What are you at? Six. Six. Got it. All right. Jarrell's top of the roll. Unless you guys are going to try and do something other than combat. He's going to try and start something. So get, make a move now to do something. Which, by the way, Azoth, you distinctly heard a... From below. I'm going to hold steady by the door. And, I'm going um, to still, still uh, be aware of what's going on and keep talking to the friar to kind of keep him occupied. Okay. Well, uh, he's what, what was that? What was that? Did you hear that? I I heard an explosion. I tell him, uh, have you heard the story? Of- <laughs> <laughs> um, I start to go a little bit more in depth about this, uh, this artifact that I'm looking for. See if maybe he's heard of it. Because uh, it's all part of the religion and the uh, uh, shrine, and uh, start indulging him in the uh, the lore of the uh, uh, the Forestwind tribe. 
me a crisp. Give me a pers- persuasion check with advantage to try to like distract him. Okay. From being too concerned about the explosion, you're fighting his better judgment. All right. Roll really freaking high for him to not want to go and see what's going on downstairs. Twelve. Twelve. That's 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 really cool, but I, I definitely heard an explosion. Um, we, we we have to go see if they're okay. As he starts to run downstairs, and he makes his way downstairs, he starts he's starting his way. The door's also shut, right? Yeah, the door's shut and locked from the inside. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, he doesn't know that yet. Okay, I slide the bookcase. I'm not following him down. I start to just move that bookcase back in front of the door. Okay. All right. That's what happened in there. All right. Uh, we're down there. Are you guys about to do anything as far as combat-wise, or are we about to try and talk this one out with Jarell? What do you guys want to do? Um, Howard is going to bonus action cast Shillelagh on his quarterstaff. Okay. He's going to rush over to Jarell and hit him as hard as he can with the hand that's holding the wand and knock it out of his hand. Okay. So how uh, Jarell is first in combat. He has grappled, so... Uh, he is going to try and make a bonus action. And um, you can take the dash action. Oh, wait. It's an expeditious retreat. No, he didn't want to do that. He was meant to do Misty Step. Let me make sure. So 5e. Uh, all right. It's a bonus action right before. So him seeing you start to cast a spell for Shillelagh and grabbing your quarterstaff, uh, just being slightly quicker than everyone else, you see how how uh, Jarell start to uh, wiggle within uh, uh, Boom Boom's grasp and start to whisper a little bit to himself and move around his hands. And he grabs a uh, necklace. He grabs something on his, like, almost like a necklace or pendant uh, under his cloak. And you see it start to surround him in the silver mist that you had just seen Boom Boom be surrounded. And you see him go, uh, Nightcrawler Bamp style, just go to the door where he just uh, was behind. Look at it, guys. And he's looking around. Please be sensible. Stop shooting at stuff. We could talk this out. As he pulls out the uh, wand and starts pointing it around, just nervously doesn't doesn't want to shoot another one, but <sighs> pointing it between you guys. Hmm. Slightly changes what I want to do. All right. So your turn, Howard. Oh, it's my turn? Okay. Yeah, um, sorry. That, I didn't say that. Howard, your turn. So way uh, order it's going to go. Howard, Boom Boom, Remus, Fink. Uh, Jarell's on the defensive. Not exactly trying to engage, but he's prepared. Okay. Um, hold on one second. I'm checking something. I will... Okay, I will stick to the plan. I will cast bonus action Shillelagh on my quarterstaff. Okay. And slowly walk to him. Okay. Um, 
Now, listen here, you little shit. We were here just to talk. But you, wanting to kill me, sets a whole different motion or pattern in motion. So I suggest you put that damn thing down before this gets way out of hand just for you. Okay. You see him just kind of waiting. Uh, all right. He's waiting in response. Then I will rush. Turn. Well, no, I'll rush then real yeah. fast and uh, try to hit his hand. Okay. Uh, and knock make the a, thingy out. Make a attack roll. <clears throat> uh, that is uh, 19. 19. You got him. Whack. Okay. Uh, it's only five points of damage, though. Not a lot. Okay. Did it drop the wand? Uh, nope. He is holding tight onto that wand. Okay. okay. That's my turn. Cool. He's looking at you now, just coming right. Whacking him. Whacking him is not the best move. Being up in front. Uh, it is now Boom Boom's turn up. I'm going to Eldritch Blast the wand. All right. Uh, I'm going to attack roll. Ugh. Ten. Ten. Uh, go to blast. And as you go to blast it, you see his uh, cloak that he had that it was... It looked more of like a coat where it wasn't so roby and flowing. It was more of a trim piece. You see it kind of flare up and whack the blast away and backhand it uh, out of his way. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just whack. That's all I got. All right. <laughs> it is uh, Remus and Fink. What's what's everyone up to? What's do, What's going on in here? Remus, you're first, I believe. Yeah, so is he still grappled, or is he just, like, running? What's... he? His back is to the door that is locked behind him. He's okay. Kind of, uh, has the wand out. Uh, Howard's, in, Howard's pretty much close, closest to being in front of him, but he's just kind of sporadically pointing between you guys. Okay. Um, has, have we hit him yet? Like, is he bloody, or is he just, like... I hit his hand. Okay. Hit his head. That's fine. Um, I'm going to then throw a dagger at him and try and use sneak attack since he's occupied with people. Allow it. Allow it. That's gonna be. Down, down, down. That's 17. 17. 17 hits. 17 hits. Alright, so that's... Plus... So that's 16 damage with the first hit. Woo! Okay. Okay. Is he still up? Oh yeah, he's up. Okay. I want to... Because I'm, a, I don't want to hurt him. So this next one, I'm going to try and make like I want to hit him, but I don't want it to like be lethal. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. With the other dagger. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, bonus action. And dagger. That's a 12. 12. 12 does not hit. That's that's okay. That's okay. Um, And that's going to be it for me. Okay. Think. All right. Quick rules question with spellcasting. So I have spells that are on bonus action. I have spells that are on regular action. Okay. Can I do both of those in the same turn? Yeah. I can. Okay. Yeah. As long as it's a as long as it's a bonus action and then uh, an action. Yes. Okay. All right. So the first thing I want to do is cast spiritual weapon. Okay. On myself. Um. So let me get the description of that real quick. Oh, nice. Where is and it? what and what do you conjure? So you create a floating spectral weapon. Um, the duration of the spell. Um, blah 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 can make it melee attacks 1d8 plus spellcasting modifier so it can take whatever form i choose so for finks i was thinking of like not really a weapon but more of like a weird nightmare creature with wings it's basically like a gold bat with more teeth and no feet just kind of like a weird you know I like that for the night yeah i could tell that so i'm gonna cast that with my bonus action and just get that up in the air Okay. So, then with my regular spell, I want to cast Mirror Image on myself. Okay. So, so that creates um, basically three duplicates. Um, you have a chance to um, hit one of the duplicates, and I, I roll to see if that happens. Okay. Um, all right, yeah. You begin to uh, uh, cast the spiritual weapon. Uh, you know, you grab, grab a couple little parts of on your on a necklace and grab a couple little trinkets that you have laying around and um, you have uh, oh my god what's your what's your rat's name uh what's your rat's name rat lucky lucky grab lucky you start to whisper a little bit of incantation with him and both you and lucky look up and you see this faint in the in the ceiling of this wine of the like the wine cellar uh portion of this room because uh, it's like caskets of of wine all over. There's like 20-something casks of wine. Uh, on the ceiling, you see this silver, white uh, shapes uh, circle kind of start to cast this moonlight down, and out of this moonlight, you see this little uh, winged circle creature go come down and flying around and going all crazed. I'll just kind of munch, munching. Uh, for your uh, spiritual weapon, and you begin to see uh, within the within the moonlight, uh, two more finks kind of float down, and you all like high five each other and start to spin around, and you're all like, "Which one's which? Which one's which?" There you go. Uh, top of the round, Drell, uh, Howard, uh, Boom Boom, Remus. We've we've worked before. Uh, I paid you fairly nice. Uh, Try to dupe me too, and I let it fly. Please, I'm sorry for the blast, Howard. I don't want to use the wand again. But you were but you were shooting casks, and I can't have you do that again. Let's call it a draw, and we leave here with no one hurt. Is that his turn? Uh. Says that, and he's holding his action. 
Fine. But it's a little too late for no one getting hurt. I'm going to try to whack at his head. Or, sorry, his hand. Knock right. the wand out. Uh, make a dexterity check. Yep. Check or save? Check. Uh, 15. Okay. He was waiting for you to move at all, so I'll let you whack him first, and he's going to take his action on you. So, go for it. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, all right, so... Uh, that is 21. 21. Ouch. Yeah, that hits him. Uh, for 8 points of damage. All right. On his hands to, to to try to knock the wand out of his hands, basically. Oh, um, all right. Just hacked. Let's see. Old dice tray. Nope, holding on to that wand. All right. Uh, as you go to swipe. You get right up and close to him. He goes, any last words? And you see the light start rippling down the edge of this wand as he launches. uh, He's going to load two more charges of the wand to fireball into you. Uh, Is what does fireball do? Fireball does 86. So six. Doesn't he, like, chart his own caskets of ale or whatever he's making doing this? Just throwing that out there. We'll see. Okay. Uh, 12. 18. Uh, make a deck save, by the way. Oh, okay. With, uh, is it 12? 16. 20. Ooh, nice. 19. 19. Uh, you take 10 points of fire damage as a fireball just ripples. Like, I'm picturing it. You're being right up. You're right up on top of him, I'm feeling. Uh, yeah, I'm right or, on. Like, I'm right. Or, like, him. you're you're within, yeah. right in. And his wand is, it's right on your chest. And you feel it <laughs> as you get hit and blasted. You up? I am on one point. I had 11 points. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh, 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 okay. Howard's looking really rough, yes. Um, you guys all see Howard get blasted. Uh, yeah. Actually, hold on. You're in front of him. Um, let's see. He moved back 30 feet. No one else ran up on him but Howard, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, then it was just Howard that took that. So yeah, you guys see Howard get blasted back 10 feet. And he's looking hurt. <sighs> uh, Jarrell's now pointing again at everyone else. Please, let's leave in peace before anyone dies. Uh, boom, boom, you're up. You, you keep saying to leave in peace and then you shoot brother with fireball. This makes no sense to me. And I pull out motherfucker and I just charge him. 
and it bursts into flames. All right. Um, Motherfucker. That's my axe. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You see him pull out this this giant uh, double-sided bladed war axe, battle axe, and the blade is, it looks almost like the steel has been uh, polished almost by like a water stone where like uh, think of almost like ancient at like old school like artifacts like the like stones and hatches are like chiseled like stone that's kind of how this axe itself the metal has just been polished and like shaped and warped and comes at him with it uh you're uh moving full 30 feet coming up on it mm-hmm. all right uh uh non-natural 23 yeah that hits that hits nice doing eight and hold on killing the blow nope alright didn't kill so uh, eight eight points okay do eight points of damage Uh, took a hunk out of him Uh, you you cut through his part of his uh, arm and his robe as you hit his robe his part of his robe kind of comes up and like smacks you in your face a little bit whack a little backhanded no damage but like but it hit me yeah like a like reaction I just kind of smacked you Doctor Strange cloak style great love it hellish rebuke okay <laughs> um <laughs> waiting for that one that's a five plus what's his dex uh seven you uh, I'm pretty sure I think it's a dex 12 that he needs. A dex of 12? Yeah, no, he fails it, so... Alright. So that does... Are you even kidding me right now? Five points of fire damage. Son of a bitch. Okay. A little bit of flames for him. He points the wand over... Boom, boom! Please, let's talk this out. He should have been blasting. Oh, I agree with you. Boom, boom is willing to talk, but then you shoot fireball. He was shooting the caskets. I told him not to, and he allowed Boom Boom to talk. Okay. Uh, Remus, your turn. You're seeing this altercation go out. Howard just got blasted. Boom Boom's coming up, charging with it with uh, the axe. So you're saying I can sneak attack with him, and then bonus action hide somewhere behind one of these casks. Barrel! (laughs) (laughs) Up the barrels. (laughs) <laughs> yes, you could. Yes, you can if you wish to. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to start with that. Barrels. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... I don't, put the, I don't put the barrels there on purpose, guys, I swear. <laughs> they just happen to be there. First dagger is going to be a 21. 21. That hits. Alright. Uh, Actually, you know what? Yes. No. He's going to use his reaction, and you see the uh, cloak... Uh, shimmer and flare up uh, and as this, the back of the coat kind of just flares up kind of backwards on over him uh, you see it kind of do a uh, mage armor uh, duh, was it uh, shield and your dagger doesn't hit him like you can see where it would hit and it goes and kind of deflects it off how many times can this cloak hit people 
this cloak did something that turn. The other ones were just like flare, but now this one. Wild. So um, let me just double check the reading real quick. Sorry. Bonus action. Yeah, I'm just going to bonus action use the other dagger then. Okay. With a net 20! Yeah. Oh, it's 25 to hit. Little damage. Plus parry damage, right? Or uh, yeah. sneak attack? Sneak attack for that. Yeah. So that... Plus... Twenty-four damage. Okay. You see how you see Gerald for the first time. Uh, his perfect shot from Remus from behind some barrel, tucked away, launching it. Uh, um, you see for the first time, Gerald. Ow! Ah! That one hurt. For the first, uh, he's showing signs of that. That one made uh, significantly a little bit more damage. And then I bonus action hide. Bonus action hide. <laughs> Got it. Or, yeah. Uh, Fink. All right. Uh, bonus action to attack with the uh, spiritual weapon. Okay. Uh, Let's roll that. Is, uh, did you, where, where is the spiritual weapon? So did you conjure it in front of you and you have to move it? Or did you place it somewhere specific? Um, is there a range on that spiritual weapon? No, actually. Okay. Um, one second, let me read it. Yeah. I can move it 20 feet. I can cast it within 60 feet. So. Okay, we'll say you you placed it properly. Yeah. I mean, I, I, my intent is to attack with it, so I probably would have put it near him. Yep, okay. Fair. Okay. Um, but yeah, bonus action to attack. Okay. And I roll a 14 plus 5, 19 to hit. That hits him. All right, D8 plus 3 damage is 7 plus 3, so 10 damage. All right, you see this beast thing. You see this little uh, flying bat-like creature with these awkwardly off-centered wings that are kind of tattering it, and it's uh, off-centered, and it's come flying up to right past your face, uh, Howard, and right past right next to you, boom, boom, as this silver uh, moon, it's almost like this soft moonlight, moonlit uh, glowing Bat-like thing just start, just start munching down on Jarell's uh, face. It's like, ah, oh, get Lock trying to look at, smash it away. All right, and then for my regular action, I'm going to cast a guiding bolt at Jarell, 120 feet, uh, flash of light streak towards a creature of your choice, range spell attack. Mm-hmm. On a hit, it takes 46 radiant damage. Um, and if it hits, the next roll, um, he gets illuminated, and whoever attacks him next has an advantage to hit him. Okay. So, roll to hit. Okay. Okay. That is a nat 20, but... Oh! Dispel crit. It's an attack roll. Because it just changed from 46 to 86 on my character sheet. Yep. Yep. Yep, it is. All right. Here we go. That's a lot of dice. Uh, 40 damage? Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. That's a lot of dice. <laughs> you see Jarell just get... Just mauled by the, by, the, by the spiritual creature and just blasted in his chest. And 
he's he gets lit up with this uh, shimmering pale moonlight that uh, makes him a little bit easier to attack. Uh, he is rocked now, and now he is staring at you, Fink, looking past Boom Boom, and just directly eyeballing you. All right, I'll give him a remember me now, but from four different Finks. Did you wait? Did you say that out to him? Huh? Did you say that to him? I'll, I'll say it now. Oh, you remember me now? Oh, I do. I need you to make a dexterity save. Okay. Okay. Uh, nineteen plus three, twenty-two. Okay. Um, Doing good. All right. So what was it? Nineteen. So twenty-two. Right, twenty-two. So- that is a save, but you still take half damage. Half damage, yep. Yes, but I need to see on the map if Howard needs to make a, a save on that as well. And Howard, I, I need you to make a save as well. I'm right in front of him, though. You got blasted back 10 feet. Oh, I did? Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Okay. He's playing it smart. So with mirror image, I don't know how that would work with fireball. I'm assuming... Uh, 18 for a deck save. 18. So you both save on it. Um, yeah, I mean, he's looking at all three of you, so he's trying to hit every... He's trying to hit the... Everything right there. Let me just see. Mirror image on deck save. Let me see if something comes up. Um, so it says, each time a creature targets you with an attack um, during the spell's duration, roll a d20 to determine whether the attack targets you or the duplicates. So I have three duplicates, so if I roll a six or higher, it hits a duplicate. But All I don't right. know if that would apply for fireball, uh, since it's like a area of effect, I'm assuming. It is an area effect. Let me see real quick. Mirror image on deck saves. Uh, AOE. Let me double check this real quick because this. There it is. Is anybody sponsoring this rule? Check. Boogie so. Games! Jack's Max. At 2406 <laughs> Military Road, Niagara Falls, New York. Buy, sell, trade, and repair games at Oogie Games. Maybe you have a cartridge from N64 that doesn't work anymore. Maybe your PS2 is broken. Take it to Oogie Games. They'll probably be able to help you or sell you a replacement. Oogie Games. Uh, thank you. Remus, that was an amazing Oogie Games bumper. Guys, head on over to Oogie Games. So I like this ruling. Uh, the way I see someone did rule it, and I think this is how I would lean to it exactly, is that uh, because I wasn't a specific targeting you, your mirror image is still in effect, but you do take the damage. It is it is halved, though. Um, so I need to roll. Just real quick. Need to roll. He's charge. He's discharging every. He's charging everything. Everything off it on this one with you. So it is forty. It's a eight d sixes. So one seven. Uh, seven plus four. That's eleven. That is sixteen. Twenty one. Then twenty four. Now we got he discharge two more charges. Twenty four. And 27, uh, 28, 14 damage of fire. Uh, fireball is hitting both of you guys. Yeah. I am but, at 21. 
All right, cool. So as you back away, we'll say all the mirror images all move and react in unison with it. Uh, Howard. Howard goes to... No, I'm just kidding. Howard thinks. Uh, You're going back to that cell, little one. You're never getting out. And it goes to boom, boom. What the hell is happening here? (laughs) Okay, boom, boom, wing it. And I just hit him with the axe again. You have uh, advantage on this attack, don't forget. Oh, right. All right. Uh, I like that spell. 15? 15 does not hit. What? Doesn't. Son of a bitch. All right. <laughs> does not hit. That, that's that's all I got. Okay. <laughs> I just, I'm a one trick pony, man. <laughs> boom uh, boom's like getting progressively weaker. <laughs> okay, uh, boom boom. It goes down to Remus. You guys uh, see Howard drop to the ground. Uh, after a nice fireball, <laughs> boom boom swipes. What do you do? I'm gonna throw more daggers at this guy. All right, I'll pop out of my barrel. That's a 24. Okay. That hits. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's going to be 17 damage. That's pretty good, man. That's He's looking hurt. You're throwing those daggers pretty high on. He's looking hurt. Doesn't look like he's ready to go down just yet. My offhand. Okay. With another 24. Oh, roll damage on that one. Six. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. That's, uh, I'm going to slow back down behind my barrel. Okay. Um, you talking around, you're behind a barrel. All right, uh, Fink, you're up. Um, so with healing and death saves for, for Howard here, um, do, do, does... Does damage go into the negatives, or does any like amount of healing get him back up? I forget how this works. Uh, any bit of healing will bump up. Yeah, any healing. Okay, so you're at zero, and that's the yes. floor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So do your I'm thing, going though, to. Because I have a rules question afterwards, but do your thing. Okay, I was gonna I was gonna heal you, but if you want to do something okay. first. Yeah, no, that's fine then. Okay. Oh wait, we skipped over your turn, Howard. You had a you had a, a save to make, right? Well, that was the rule, like the technical how you want to rule it thing, because I am wearing my mask, and during combat, I do get 1d4 of temporary health. Now, if I go unconscious, does that 1d4 automatically bring me back while I'm still wearing the mask, or no? No. How would you... Okay. That, no, I did not... Pl- I, that was not uh, in the I, for the mask. Yeah. That, could, that would be something interesting that Howard could tinker with to make happen, possibly, but... Okay. Uh, so then for a death save, that's 11. All right, so you save that one. Mm-hmm. So then we go down through Boom Boom, Remus, Fink is your turn. So what are you doing? All right, so I want to cast Healing Word with my bonus action on Howard. Okay. So a creature of your choice that you can see um, within 60 feet heals 1d4 plus 3. So I'll do that. That's a first level spell. Howard, you heal 4-5 damage. Sweet. And then um, I'm going to line up for another one of those uh, guiding bolts. 
Okay. Um, did you make? Did you have to make? Did you make concentration uh, check on the spiritual weapon? Uh, or is it concentration? No. Is or is it just automatic? Is it just happening? Yeah, it's just kind of floating around. I can't attack with it because I use my bonus action to heal. But no, is it a concentration spell to maintain the spiritual no. weapon? No. Okay, you're good then. Yeah, uh, I think it should be, but it's not. Nope, you're good then. So, um, so 19 for the the spell, blasty spell. All right, Ready? nice. Roll for damage on that. All right. That one does 10 damage. And okay. next attack has advantage again. Okay, cool. Uh, he's looking a little bit more hurt. Not like he's ready to go down yet, but wasn't coming down. He was coming down here to enjoy a nice drink with you guys, and Howard had to start blowing up barrels. Just... And go, go He Howard. sold us. You, he told you it was an accident. <clears throat> and with that, uh, he's looking around and... <sighs> He starts muttering, a little bit starts waving his hands, uh, grabs his grabs his chest, and you see him go start to step forward at you, boom boom. And as he does, a uh, a shimmering light opens up in between you, and he steps through a magical doorway, and he's out of your guy's vision. Uh, you would recognize it. Possibly it's a dimension door. I don't know. I don't know if you guys would recognize that, but it looks like he's just stepping. And he goes, I can't do this all day. And he steps through. <laughs> and uh, make, see, uh, Remus, make perception check real quick. You're the farthest back, I think. Eight. Eight. Um, you hear noise coming from behind you in the behind direction. Is there like a storeroom behind me? Uh, so basically when you guys come walking down, you really didn't get into whole describing it. So when you came walking down through this door, it's a, uh, open room that it was like the walls are all lined with giant casks of different sizes. And in the center of the room, there is uh, two rows of casks lining it at the other end behind where everyone has been on that wall there is a door and something in that direction and that's where he is going towards and this time you do hear a pounding on the on the door that is latched excuse me what's going on unlock this Jerome are you okay whose turn is it <laughs> um it is now Howard's turn Azoth, you hear all of this happening. Is there anything you're doing while you're up there? Yeah, good question. Um, I, would... I mean, you you haven't you haven't someday to say anything, so I don't know. Yeah, um, I I would just assume all this is going on since there, there's obviously ruckus going down. I know that I'm not the ruckus type, uh, and we're in this church, in the um, the friars' uh, living space. I, I would uh, look around and see if there was anything worthwhile of um, occurring. Investigation. Uh, religious uh, memorabilia. All right, make, make investigation check for me. Uh, 
you see you see a uh, a statue uh, a concrete stone of a, a stone uh, sculpture almost like almost like a a large book that's opened up and it's kind of like a stone sculpture of that you see a small uh medallion with a uh, dragon uh, a single dragon's head on it uh, right next to it you see another medallion with a dragon's head on it it's a red dragon with uh, four other dragon's heads coming around it um, you see a uh, looking around and investigating you see uh, on there's a shelf yeah there's a set of keys and next to the keys there are a these really ominous like black looking candles like how like what is it hocus pocus the black like virgin candle like don't light that thing there's one of those it's like oh what the hell's that oh it's just um, it's, it's just different all right uh i want to I'm, I'm i'm gonna borrow everything okay i'm gonna the medallions the keys and the candle all right cool got it um jump back down howard your turn uh, Howard's gonna <gasps> look around. Does he see Jarrell anywhere? Make a perception check. Right. Are you getting up? Or are you yeah, on the I'll ground still? Up. No, I'll be getting up and okay. looking to see if I can spot him where he might have gone. Okay. Uh, perception. Uh, eh, 11. 11? Uh, I mean, past quick glance, you see uh, in between some barrels a a body in the back, but you can't tell. It's, I mean, you, maybe you assume it's Jarrell, but you don't know for sure. In the back corner of the room behind you, trying to like quickly glance around, it's a halfling, a little shorter, so. Okay, um, I will cast armor of Agathus on myself. Okay. And I will reach into my bag and grab an item for my next turn. <laughs> okay. Um, um, and also, I guess, move as close. Down in, uh, down the Isle of Casks <clears throat> towards him? Yeah. Okay. All right, you guys still... And the door that you guys have come down, it is now Remus's turn. Uh, Is boom, it boom, boom boom before me? Yeah, boom boom goes. Howard, oh, I did. I'm sorry, I skipped boom boom. boom okay, boom. it's no, no, it's boom boom's turn. I'm gonna just move towards where I think this little guy is. All right, uh, you could probably get about three quarters of the way there if you double. If you, uh, I'll dash your move, your dash. Okay, so you run up on him. You get to him the next. You can get to him your next turn. You see him now, uh, being kind of right up closest to him. Uh, you run past Howard, and you see uh, he's he's trying to fumble at a door, trying to open it up. A, uh, a wooden door to get into the next hallway. That's all I got. Uh, yep. uh, Remus, now your turn. Um, how far am I from him? I'd give you at probably 45 feet. Okay, I'm gonna go like twenty five feet towards him. Twenty five so feet towards him. him. Are you trying to hide around him, or are you trying to be in line of sight? I, don't know, I would say probably hide. Okay. 
like sneak up on them essentially. Okay, so you kind of like, no, no one else got to them, right? Like Howard got close, but Boom Boom's like I'm passing Boom Boom essentially on the way. Yeah, you you would be tucking around the corner from where he is, kind of. Okay, probably peek around a around a barrel and see like you're like twenty five. You can see him like twenty feet, twenty five feet shot from him. Boom Boom's about fifteen feet from him. Uh, and Howard's back a little bit where Fink is. Okay. So yeah, I'll do that and then I'm gonna throw some daggers at him. Alright. Ricky, you have uh, advantage. I'm not sure if that does sneak attack as well. Um, uh, I have to double check. Where You've got advantage from the, uh, the blast from earlier. No one's attacked him yet. Yep. Oh, sick. So I'll do that. Um, if you have advantage. Oh, so yeah. Cool. Thanks. Okay. Huge moves. All right. So the first one that better. Good to know we can do that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, ew, 12. It's not hit. No. It's not hit. Um, so bonus action offhand. Do I, because I didn't hit, do I still have advantage on that? Um, yeah. And what, it's until he's hit. Um, Positive, right? And the next attack roll made against the target before the end of my turn has advantage, so. No, it wouldn't then. You had already okay. made the attack roll. Offhand misses too. Okay. I okay. Right. am startled while moving. <laughs> uh, Fink? Alright, so can I see him from where I was? You can see him. Uh, you can see him is just a little bit out of direct line of sight, but you can see in the direction of where he is, and kind of like uh, you kind of maybe have to walk up and move around Howard to get a better line of sight on him. Okay, but Howard and Boom Boom are kind of in your way more so. All right, that's fine. Oh, what do I want to do here? Um. Hmm. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna move my uh, spiritual weapon that would have been still attacking him. I'm gonna move that back to me, okay, or make it you know back on its way to, to be near me as my bonus action. And then for my regular action, um, I have a healing potion. Am I close to Howard? Yeah, I'd say uh, you're within 10, 15 feet to Howard. Can I toss that to him? You want to toss that? Or can you make him drink it? I don't know how that works. I don't, I don't know. Are you are you trying to toss it to him? Or are you going to walk it over to him? How? What do you want to do? I'm close enough. I'll hand it to him. Okay. Yeah. You. If you want, you can hand it to him. But if you want to toss it to him, I'm going to make him make a dex check to. to right, I'll him. hand it to him if I'm in range. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hand you over to hand you over a healing potion. I'm running out of spells. All right. Um, it is Jarrell's turn. Uh, he's looking over at this Dory fumbling with the key. Uh, let's see. How else can he check it? Uh, opens the door. Uh, gets around. Closes it. And you hear a as he uh, closes the door behind him. That's his turn. Uh, you guys don't see what he does next. It would go down to Howard. Depending on what you guys want to do with combat. Essentially, you're all out of it unless you're going to chase him. Um, 
Yeah, I'm going to down the potion real quick, but like run towards the hatch because he doesn't know if it's locked or yet or not mm-hmm. and try to open it and see if he can pursue him. Okay. Um, it is locked from the other side. Okay, this was afraid of. All right, so I'm going to down the potion. Wooden door, too, in front of <clears throat> you. Um, steel plating on it, very stereotypical dungeon, dungeon cellar, wine, or, you know, door. Okay. Um, I'm going to use my awakened mind. I don't know if he is within 30 feet of the door or not for him to hear me. Uh, But if he can, I will, in his mind, speak. You may have gotten away this time, but be warned. I will come and find you and and kill you. And I will make sure you never, ever, ever, ever wish to see me again. That's it. I'm taking a potion. He, um, what is it? Was it a regular healing potion or was it a potion of greater? What was it? Uh, I don't know. I'm asking uh, Finks on this one. You're muted, Finks. Sorry. Um, I just worked on health potion. I forgot where I got it. Oh. Potion, uh, <laughs> we'll say potion of healing then. Potion of healing? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh... Is that 2d4? I don't remember. Uh, potion of healing is... I think it's 1d4 plus 4. Let me double check. Potion of healing is... 2d4 plus 2. So, okay. That's what it is. <clears throat> Beautiful. Six points. Okay. <clears throat> Alright, so you're healed up. It now goes down to Boom Boom's turn. I'd like to knock on the door. You knocked on the door? I go, hello. Boom Boom would like to just speak to you. No response. Okay. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Remus? Is it locked? Like, is it the same way the other door is with, like, wood, or is it a key door? Uh, it is just a wooden door with a latch. Like, a, like almost like a like a little, like, circle that you'd pull on. Uh, and it's locked from the... Well, you're assuming it's locking from the other side. Like, the door that you guys had just uh, walked through when you came down the stairs. So if I took Kevin the key knife and just put it at the latch and tried to open it, would it work? I mean, I don't know. You could try. I'm going to try. I'm going to talk to Kevin, tell him I really need him to open this door right now, and hope he can open a latch. Okay. What kind of roll do I have to make? <laughs> it's charisma. I say, I make a charisma roll. Let's see how good of friends you are with Kevin. I, 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 ta- I feel like I pep talk him so goddamn much. Hey, dude, he, he, he appreciates it. 22. I, I <laughs> 22 charisma. Um, you could have swore that if a key could speak to you, man, this key is speaking your lingo, like for real. Okay. He, he's understanding you. You don't know if he's gonna work or not, but you pep talked him very nicely. T- attempt to open the door, or do yeah. whatever you want to do. How do you want to do this? I like I'm basically just like putting up him up to the door, like the latch, because I assume he's magic of some sort, and we'll just unlock it if I turn it. All right. Um, Give the little guy a pep talk. 
Yeah. 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 Uh, go turn it and. It's the door still locked. I mean, do you, you, you try to open the door? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's locked still, or there's still a barrier. Can I try kicking the door inward? I'll let you. I'll let you. You only pep talked, and I would say that was a free action. Uh, yeah. Bonus action, Spartan, kick the door. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Go for a strength check. Uh. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> Gonna kick the door. Um, you almost hurt your leg trying to boot it. It just it holds still. It's kind of like a. You were expecting more of a give, and this door gave nothing. It, it gave no. Uh, no. I really, no, uh, no really, game. really hate this guy. You guys were supposed to. I was. Ha- I'm happy you guys don't like him. It is now Fink's turn. If that's okay. all you're gonna do, I have an idea. But I need everybody to get out of sight and hide. And I'm gonna cast disguise self on myself and turn into drill. <laughs> okay. okay. I. Bonus action, hide in the barrel. All right, I'm going to run up to the door, and I'm going to wait for everyone to be hidden. Okay. Um, everyone makes stealth checks, or, I mean, are you? is everyone else compliant to make? I don't know. Yeah, I'll hide. You're all... I'll hide behind one of the ba- uh, caskets. Okay. You guys hide behind the bas- uh, caskets. Make stealth checks. 13. <laughs> okay. Howard? Uh, hold on uh, it's a uh, seven. <laughs> okay. <Pretty> Twenty-three. <laughs> Man, this is your natural element. I can hide pretty good. You can hide pretty good. Um, I mean, you guys lost Remus. He's gone. You, you don't know where he went. The barrel maze. He got in a barrel somehow when they're sealed. He's drinking it up. Uh, all right. We'll say uh, the room is uh, gone quiet. Your party is hidden. You turn into right. Corel. So I'm going to get to the I'm going to get to the door and Flintlock, is that you? Just answer me. Is that you? Yes. Yes. Do you have your yes. keys? Yes. They stole my key. Key. No. Ah. Uh. Uh, it's, it's upstairs. upstairs. Go get the spare set right now. They stole my key. They ran into the cellar. Make a... Can you change your voice? Uh, yeah. Clothing, armor, weapons, looks. Let me see if this is anything about voice. Um... Armor, weapons... No, I guess it doesn't say. Does he can get shorter, taller? I mean, I'll give you. I'll give you. Um, he hasn't seen you. Not yet. So we'll say it's not the same voice. Roll with disadvantage. All right, I'll, I'll pop the door open then if I can't change my voice. If that's okay, just kind of like crack it. Yeah, you you open it and uh, you 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 make an attempt to imitate a voice of sorts and. Okay. Uh, with the commotion, we'll say uh, roll roll straight persuasion check. 
All right. I rolled a 15 plus 2. 17. Sweet. He rolled a 16 on inside. Oh. So just made it. Perfect. Uh, just, yeah, yeah, it's just one more roll one. And you see him go running up and the, the door. Azoth, please, the door. Can you move it? I need, I need my keys. All right. Um, one second here. All right. Um, okay. Uh, I will uh, move the bookcase to let him back in uh, and uh, I've got twine and rope I've got 50 feet of rope in my bag as he mm-hmm. walks in I want to like bind him up and, and, and tie him up make a grapple check with advantage so uh, strength check. Uh, my grapple is a strength. Most positive. Check. It'd be uh athletic check is what it is. Oh, okay. Specific. Hold on. It's uh. All right. Hold on. Fifteen. Rolled an eleven. You uh you see the fire. Um Flintlockum walking up and instantly you just kinda of pounce on him and wrap him up and grab him. What is, what's the of us? Please. He, Jarrell, he needs our keys. My keys. Up, let him go. And I'm gonna um I don't know. How can I I gotta think of a way to let you know who I am here. I'm, not, well, I'm just gonna kind of like I would recognize. Well, you didn't follow him up, did you? Yeah. Oh, you did follow him up. Yeah. But I look like Jarrell, so. But um, if I recognized your voice or you winked at me or whatever, I can just hand you the keys that I took because I took his keys. So I would have heard what he was saying to you. I tied him up, and I can hand you the the keys to fix. And I, I still leave him tied up. Are those the right keys? Are the only keys in the uh, office? You can ask him if they're the right keys. Are these the ones? Yes, yes. Yes. All right. Spare set. I'm going to literally throw them down the stairs if I've got a good visual. Yeah. Clink, clink, clink. All right. Guys, here, keys just hit the ground. Howard would have been looking, I guess, in the casks that he's hiding behind. Is there like a little cork, you know, like on the top, how like they have a little cork on them that you can like mm-hmm. un- untake all, out and like they, put a hole or whatever in? They all have that. Okay. He will oh, uncork no. the top part of one of them and he will dump his little blue vial that he had his hand on initially before what's his name escaped. And I will dump the entire bottle into the biggest cask of whatever. I can get into. Um, 
Yeah, this is a cask. It's uh, roughly, just in comparison, it's a human sized, I guess. Like like a, like a like a normal like larger like barrel on its side. Uh, open it up, and you can see just slosh, just slip uh, around a little bit of you peeking in. Yep, pour it all in there. Close it back up. Go to the uh, next one. By the way, yep. Make a because you came into contact with you were right there with when you when you uncorked it. What is it? Um, frigid. Whoa, save. Frigid woe. Yep, I know. Frigid woe was the save. Oh, I don't know. That was a con uh, save, I think, but I don't know what the it's constitution was. save. There it is. Good one moment. Um, crap, hold on. I want you, because we actually, I want to make sure you save that the right way. the frick make a, make a constitution save we're just gonna we're gonna say it. um <laughs> natural 20 so 22 and you take a little sip of it while you're at your all right it's good and i'm gonna do that to all the casks basically i have 20 vials left in my bag so however many casks there are i'm gonna use you blasted one Two, three. I blasted three of them. 17 casks. Okay. All right. So then I will do 10. All right. You have the biggest ones. Got it. Cool. Yep. All right. All right. Cool. That happened. You have 10 frigid woe left. Yep. That's fine with me. Why didn't I just try and mage hand this around the door? <laughs> you got the key here at the bottom somewhere. Yep, the keys come. You guys see the key come down. What do you guys wish to do? Well, is, gonna, is Flintlock, like? Flintlock's now tied up still? Did you, did you try and tie him? No, no, I want to have him. Uh, he's, he's sitting at this okay. point. You know, he's tied up. Um, I, I want to start asking him about the, the, the candle and the medallions. Okay. We're going to go but, with that. We can, we can, if you want to, whatever way is going to work best for you. Got you it. Go. Okay. So that's going to happen. Howard, what were you doing? Um, as soon as Howard's done and everything, he's going to kind of like dust himself off, make sure he's good. Take a big, deep breath because he's not used to being bested like that anymore. Kind of come to terms within himself and walk outside of, by himself. Just like completely walk upstairs and out the church. Oh, okay. You you straight you walk past Azoth and uh, Finks as uh, Jarrell. Um, walk past everything. You go outside. Okay. What's everyone else doing during this? Finks, do you come back downstairs? Uh, yeah, I figured I figured I would come back downstairs once. Uh... This was all handled. I just thought we can get the key quicker to someone down there. Yeah, once once he starts making his way downstairs, I'll pop out of the barrel and take the keys over to the door. Okay. You go over to the door with the keys. Um, just so you know, the door, it has no keyhole on this side. It's just, a, just, a, just like a circle ring. 
Yeah, it's like it's a board, like it's like a drop board. Okay, so I'm going to try and use my mage hand then on the other side to lift up the board from the the stop. Got it. All right, that's going to happen. Uh, boom, boom. Are you doing anything when all this is happening? I'm I'm still uh, I'm just kind of standing by to be honest. Okay. Uh, let's go upstairs to Azoth. Uh, so sitting down. What 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 can I? Tell you what do you need to know? What would you like to know? What's this candle do? This candle, um, it's it's a holy it's a holy candle. We light it uh, on the full moon for uh, the what's her name for uh, the uh, what's her name? It's uh. We we light under the full moon for uh for the page reader, uh the it's a patron god of knowledge and uh, on full moon they light the black candle and it's to help with the commune with her and the medallions medallions uh let you know the the one medallions a medallion to Bahamut a uh, a good drag uh the dragon god the lawful good dragon. And then the other dragon with the five heads is uh, the dragon um, Tiamat, the uh, dra- uh, evil god of uh, chaotic dragons, um, lives in the nine hells, and it's just a, a medallion for them. And, and it's just the- it's just like it's just medallions to their their religion. And does the candle and the medallions do anything to work together? No, two separate things. Two. Three different gods completely, just you know. Interest. He just uh, has interest to commune and to contact. Usually basically what he's gathering is that uh these are all artifacts that are specific to specific gods to help contain and control uh and not control um to communicate to, with them. To, to kind of like a specific kind of like a tuning fork, like I really want your attention now, please acknowledge me. Okay. Whether or not it will work. You don't know, no, he's half skeptical because he's got so many E's because he's got a, a couple different ones. Uh, the Bahamut and Tiamat would be a little conflicting. Okay. So it's kind of like, you know. Um, I ask him what's downstairs. Well, I, I say I know the, uh, the, the brewery's downstairs. What else is down there? Oh, it's, it's just uh, when you go down there, it's uh, the wine cellar. And then there's the brewing vats are in the second half of the chambers uh, through the the set of doors, the second set. And uh, is that all that's down there? Yes. Yes. I mean, we have a bottling system and casket, like casting system and everything like that, but it's a whole brewery basically. And you guys carry all that up through your living quarters? No, no, there's another door. Where's that at? It kicks out to the back of the, of the church. Okay. Um, All right, um, I'll go outside to follow Howard. Okay, you go outside to follow Howard. I uh, let him know what he just told me. Okay, um, and when he's telling you, it is uh, out in the back. There's like a mausoleum entrance that it's they would come through in the back of the church. That they uh, it's like the second entrance. No. All right, you're told that. 
Remus, you go to use your mage hand to open the door. Uh, make a charisma check with that. See if you can be. Or no, does your mage hand have a limit? I can't remember. Is it is it limited on weight? Limits ten pounds. Okay, easy enough. You you go to cast mage hand. You hear the door open up, or or the latch, the lock that was that was dropped on it. No, I pull the door towards us. Yep. And as you open the door, we'll pick up there next week, guys. We'll oh see you there. Yep. We'll see what's uh behind the door. Number one. I might be dead. Who knows? Uh. Mm-hmm. Guys, thank you so much for following along. My players, you guys are awesome. I'm great to have a full-on casting crew. These guys are awesome. For the podcasters on the network at BICBP-radio.com, please, if you're checking us out through Facebook uh, or through the network or through YouTube, please like, hit, subscribe, follow. Give us those ratings. Give us those reviews. They really help. I love these guys, and I love putting this together. And uh, with your guys' help, everyone watching and listening, if you're not, you can also listen to it through Spotify and iTunes and other podcasting apps. You can hear the stream. Uh, Please give us those reviews. Those help us. If you want to help us even more, you also can head on over to our Teespring. Link is in below. Uh, And head on over. Grab a shirt. Howard, uh, Danny is rocking one of our newest ones. We have a couple other ones in the closets and we have some more designs coming. We got a bunch of stuff in the works. Uh, there is also a Patreon in the works. Uh, we'll be having that set up either later this month or next month. Got some special stuff, uh, coming for you guys. I don't want to drop anything just yet until we're ready to go for it. But guys, I was your dungeon master, Anthony Mullen. Thank you so much. Please like us on Facebook, podcasters, underscore tabletop gaming, Instagram's the same thing. Uh, until then guys, I'm going to tell you, keep rolling. I'm going to let my players sign off with them. Uh, uh, Mark, you're right over here. Uh, Azoff, let them know where to find you at. All right, you know what? I'm not. I'm not going to plug me today. I, I've no. Got, what do you? What are you going to do? Treat. I've got a special treat that I want to plug because I was absolutely blown away. All right, so Cookies and Cream is a, a cookery made by professional wrestler Eric Stevens. You can follow him on Twitter at, at Eric Stevens eighty two or uh, on Instagram at uh, at Cookies and Cream Sarasota. I bought a box of cookies from this guy for with shipping for forty two bucks. Okay. It came with four cookies. This is one cookie. Oh my god. This this is the size of one cookie. It easily weighs four pounds. And it has Butterfingers, Reese's Pieces, Reese's Cups, and Peanut Butter M&Ms inside. Ooh. I had one. I had a pumpkin cookie that had uh, pumpkin pretzels, pumpkin Kit Kat, and other stuff. And uh, one that had a, a Cadbury cream egg. He's put he's put uncrustables inside cookies. He's put uh, those um, uh, those zebra cakes from Hostesses in these. Ooh. These things are like sex in your mouth. They are. It's just uh-huh. so. Go check him out. Check out Cookies and Cream and get yourself. Uh, a delicious treat. He drops them in limited quantities, so it's like a uh, get it while you can. He, he does a new release every month, and they're just thebomb.com. They are fantastic. 
Oh, guys, those look delicious. Make sure you grab some of those. Uh, I like that, man. I like that plug. Great job. Uh, let's let, let Boom Boom sign us off right now next. Uh, Rick, let them know where they grab you at. Plug yourself, dude. I know you've been busy working with some convention stuff. I've been so busy at work. I know you um, have. My Twitter account got hacked, so don't follow me there. I never use my IG, so don't follow me there. And also, I'm in Facebook jail, so... Just, I don't know, man. I've had a migraine for like an hour, so I'm going to pass. Okay. <laughs> Guys, can't follow Boom Boom yet. Not yet. Not yet. We're going to hopefully get a new Boom Boom Twitter account. That was great. We're going to have to get you into your old one, if you can. Uh, right next to my Zoom feed is uh, Danny Chavez, man. Plug okay. us next. All right. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Ratfink Arts, R-A-T-P-H-I-N-C Arts. I like to doodle. Um, you can find me and Anthony doing uh, Roll for Wisdom, our little podcaster side hustle uh, thing where we just talk D&D. We are non-professional, so don't add us. Like um, pick out some merch that me and some other cool designers have put on there at Teesprings uh, for the podcasters. And uh, I think that's all I got. There you go. On to whoever's next. Uh, Remus. Ricky. I'm Remus. Uh, <laughs> my name is Ricky Coates. You can follow me on any sort of social media at Rick underscore Coates. Um, you can follow Remus at Podcasters Remus on Twitter because that's all he has and all he needs. Um, I'm still blown away by that cookie thing, to be honest. I, I got nothing to talk about. I thought that was awesome. Um, so... I'm currently looking them up on my phone right now, so <laughs> shout out Cookies and Cream. Um, Ubi Games will repair stuff for you. I think that's awesome. And then Chessex Dice, every time Please. you make him have a good role, I hate you even more. But you make great dice, so good on you. I like that. And Tony, wrap it up. All right, and you guys... <laughs> Mix dice. Uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Phoenix Forged. Um, I'm be um, I'm been painting miniatures. I haven't done anything new just yet. Just kind of posting some backlog stuff. So if you're into that sort of thing, feel free to follow me there. There you go. There you go. And real quick, so um, we got Remus's Twitter. Who else has Twitters for the characters? I got one. Yeah. What do we? What is uh, Azoth? Do we know offhand? Yeah, it's um, um, Podcasters Azoth. Podcasters Azoth, and then Finks is... Podcasters Finks. Podcasters Finks. Is Howard have one yet? I was going to say, Howard has one, but when I was doing the thing, I don't know, it got cut off, so it's at Podcasters H. For whatever reason, the Howard <laughs> part of it got cut off. H-Man! It's just Podcasters H. But yeah, you can follow Howard there too, you go. too. I forgot to mention that. There is no problem. Hey guys, follow the players. Keep along. Uh, I I like the little updates from the players throughout the week and right after the sessions, their reactions. It's great. It's fun. And uh, you know, get in on the conversation. Who knows when we go live with us in the coming months? Maybe you guys could be part of the dialogue somehow. We'll figure that out. But till then, guys, keep rolling. <laughs>